0: Hi, friends. I am beyond thrilled to introduce my sister-in-law to you today. Her name is Allie, and she is true gold. Seriously, one of my favorite humans. She is the purest Enneagram 9 I've ever known. But for her kids, that girl will wing 8 in a second. She's a huge advocate for racial justice and for the hearts of people. She's filled to the brim with so much love. Today, she's telling us hers and my brother's story of growing their family biologically, surprise, and through adoption. You'll get to hear all the details of the journey. And I love the details of this story. It is living proof of God's goodness and provision. Uh, Just living through that with my brother and Allie was extremely difficult. Um, you'll realize that Allie is not dramatic at all and probably leaves out some of the excruciating details, but just know like legit the story straight out of Mari Povich, like long and arduous. And, um, we're going to split it into two episodes. So come back at the end of the week to hear, um, just the rest of the story about going to Uganda and bringing their kids home. Finally. Uh, This story, like I said, it's packed with God's goodness. You are definitely going to enjoy it. So if you subscribe to the show, you'll be notified when the second episode drops. So please, 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 with a cherry on top, subscribe, review the show to help it grow. I love the community this is creating, and I want whatever God has for it. So, you know, when someone steps up with courage to tell their story, I always wish I could show it to everyone. I wish I could tell everyone like, this is the best one. Listen. And I feel that way week after week after week. I want to honor their time and I want their story to be heard. Um, So jump in. It's going to be great. Hey, 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 you made it to the Ash and Ivy show where we get to be friends My name is Riley, and this is just all about creating space to talk about what's going on in life, all the things, the ash, the ivy, it all belongs, and we're ready for it. I believe God shows up in every single one of our lives in unique ways. It's so beautiful. It's so fun to experience. Listen, we can create lives that light us up, and we can do it together. Let's go. Hi Allie! Hello! <laughs> um, I am super excited to hear your story today. Thank you for coming. Yeah, I'm excited. It's a big story to tell. Maybe if we go two hours, we'll just split it into two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> but it's an amazing story and I, I don't think anyone is going to want you to leave out a single detail. Everyone's going to be so excited to hear it all. Um, Okay, so I have a funny story to tell you. Okay. Before you tell me yours. (laughs) So I, um, (laughs) this is embarrassing. Do you remember when we went to the Haywood Mall together? And wait, was it Haywood? Is there Williams-Sonoma there? Yes. And we went there together? Yes.
1: And I, you bought me a measuring spoon.
0: A measuring spoon? Yeah. Oh, I was thinking it was a spatula. Anyway, I like held it as if you couldn't see it and like hid it <laughs> and walked around the store the whole time, still shopping with you. And like, I don't know, I probably held like a clear glass measuring cup in front of it or something as if you couldn't <laughs>
1: tell.
0: <laughs> this measuring spoon or whatever it was. I don't know. I don't know why I thought you wouldn't see it, but of course you did and you did not tell me that that you knew I was holding the measuring
1: spoon <laughs> to give to you. <laughs> it was like one of those fancy ones with the slider on it. It was like an all-in-one measuring spoon.
0: Oh, I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, it, I still have it.
1: I love it. <laughs> really? Yeah. And so I was, I remember being like, I really want this measuring spoon. Yeah,
0: you did. And I bought it for you, but
1: still being used today.
0: I don't know why I didn't just say, I'll buy that for you. <laughs> <laughs> Instead, I just walked around holding it as if, like, you know, when your kids are like one, you can put grocery, you know, presents for them in the grocery cart. Yeah. You know, Target. <laughs> You were not one. You were a grown up, and I've been really embarrassed about that ever since. Hey, I still love that thing. It's okay. <laughs> all right. So, well, anyway, all all confessions. If we need to confess anything else, mm. maybe we'll save it for Wednesday recording. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. So, Allie is my sister-in-law. She's married to my brother Tyler, and I'm super excited. So, tell me. Tell me who you are tell me
1: about you um well like you said i'm your sister-in-law i've been married to tyler for a little over 11 years and we have three kids we have an 11 year old daughter and then two boys a an eight-year-old and a seven-year-old they're basically like twins they are what are those called irish twins
0: irish twins yeah I think that's the coolest thing in the world.
1: <laughs> and like uh, you have a son that's basically their same age. so Right in the middle. It gets real chaotic when they're all <laughs> together. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they're basically triplets, and they have so much so much fun together. I love it so much. I do, too. It's really the coolest thing. I never... I, I don't know what I thought, but I never knew. I would like raise my kids with my brother. Yeah. And us having... Um, kids the same age like that is just so dreamy to me. Mm-hmm.
1: And so, our daughter is a good bit younger than your oldest son, but they get along so sweet.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. We love Joyce so much.
1: And it's just real awesome to watch.
0: It really is. Oh, I love it. We were just talking about how we all get together and there's like 13 people and it's insane and crazy, <laughs> but wonderful. So I love that. All right. So two of your kids are adopted. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're talking about today is your adoption story and kind of how that came to be. So let's take it back first to why adoption? How did you pick the place? How long did you know you wanted to adopt? I mean, because this is not, it wasn't a new thing. It was kind of on your heart for a long time.
1: Yeah. So at some point when I was in high school, um I just knew I would adopt like 15 16 years old I was just like adoption that's what I'll do it it was one of those things I look back now it felt so natural to me like I, I think the same way like birthing a child feels natural to people adoption just always felt natural mm-hmm. and so I would tell my mom and my aunts, like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm only going to adopt. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, you say that now. Yeah. And it's like, no, you don't understand. I will do that. And I remember my mom even saying, like, well, wait to make this very big decision until you get married because you don't know how your husband will feel. Right. And I told her, like, "Like, God will give me a husband who feel strongly about this as well, and I was just like so confident at such a young age that this is the plan for my family, mm-hmm. and I don't know what that looks like, but this is what will happen. Um, and I have that personality where, like, if I if I get fixated on something, like, it will come to be. <laughs> <laughs> a lot is gonna make it and so, um. A few years go by, I get diagnosed with epilepsy and have some kind of severe medical stuff going on. And the doctors tell me, like, you're probably not going to have kids. And I I remember feeling like from my friends, like, this is a huge deal for you. Mm. And I did not feel the weight of that. It was like guys, it's fine. Like I was never, this was not going to happen anyway. Like Mm -hmm. I was going to adopt this whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Adoption was always the plan A for me. And everyone was just like, I don't think she's dealing with this the right way. (laughs) (laughs) And so I was fine through that. Um, a a few years later, I, I dated this guy in college and it, it was not okay with him. Like we were serious, it was not okay that I was probably not going to have a kid and adoption was my plan A. And it ended for a variety of reasons, but I still remember having that feeling of like, what's happening around me? Like this is my plan A. Mm-hmm. Why, why is my plan A not okay with him, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, just
0: kind of felt out of alignment. And... Yeah,
1: out of alignment. So I just still was super open-handed with it. Like, all right, Lord, what you got? I've always, I always wanted to be a mom. And I really did want to be a wife. Like, I know that's kind of... She's like, I want to be a mom, and I guess I'll be a wife.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Which is what my daughter says now. I want to be a mom, but uh, who,
1: who cares? That's awesome. Um, well, so, I, we, are you already a Christian at this point? I was a Christian, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I met the Lord... I met the Lord, like, at 18, but I grew up in church. I, like, knew of the Lord. I just, my relationship with Him wasn't alive, really. Mm-hmm. Um, so I met Tyler at school. College. Yeah, at college. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. No, that's okay. And I remember, this is so bizarre, I remember seeing him, like, across a football field. Yeah. Um. I, I mean, I call it a football field. Our school didn't have football. It was a ultimate frisbee game or something <laughs> like that. And I looked at my roommate and I was like, I know it. I will marry him.
0: No way.
1: And like, I look back at that moment now. It sounds super creepy for like a college girl to say that, <laughs> but I like knew it in my spirit. Like, wow, that's that's him.
0: Okay. So did you approach him? Or how did this happen? I approached
1: his friends <laughs> because I was like, I know her, I know him, okay. I, I, this is the crew, I need to, I mean, and so, you know, like any story, it has ups and downs and, yeah, you know, like we broke up for a month and stuff like that, but on our first date, I told him. I was about to say, how long did it take before you talked about adoption? It was like our first or second date. And I was like, hey, I'm not messing around. <laughs> like, you need to know I want to adopt. Yeah. Like, adoption's my plan A. Doctors say I uh, probably won't have kids. Yeah. And adoption is the path I'm going. And he was like, oh. He was probably thinking, You're weird. <laughs> <laughs> <That's laughs> Nolan and Tyler. But he told me, I remember him saying, That's cool because, and I, I don't want to share too much of your family's story.
0: No, it's fine. Okay. Sure.
1: But he said, That's cool because my brother and my sister are adopted.
0: And you're like, I love
1: you. (laughs) (laughs) I probably was. (laughs) But I remember feeling like that is so cool because, like, the previous relationship I was in, it was like, what are you thinking? It's like you were having to
0: change someone in order to pull them in. But God isn't designed that way. God is going to design your life super on purpose and with unity in mind, right? Yeah. So...
1: And so there was something about that moment that he was just like, okay.
0: Yeah, I'm familiar with that.
1: Yeah, I'm familiar. This is great. I love your heart for this. Mm -hmm. Um, And he actually had said, he was like, I don't know if I would have said that was my plan A, but it was definitely my plan. Mm -hmm. Like he had planned some sort of family that included adoption. Right. And so we were like, all right. Let's just keep walking one foot in front of the other and see where it leads us.
0: Yeah, that's fun. And
1: here we are. So we end up getting married. Yeah. Um, I remember meeting you in your red bikini. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I could still kill Tyler for that. Oh, really? Yes. It was like... At your grandma's lake house, mm-hmm. hanging out in my red bikini, and his whole family walks up. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to die of meeting your family this way. <laughs> Hello. Hi. I'm, Hi. I'm your son's interest. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Nice to meet you. I'm leaving.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, it was not like that at all. It was wonderful.
1: I love it It worked
0: out it worked out we keep you we love you so much so okay so y'all get married and have like the dreamiest wedding of the century that is true it was dreamy i mean the rooftop of the west End. the west End in greenville oh my gosh yeah i'm super still thank you about dad that. <laughs> <laughs> okay and so then
1: you have your first child oh uh, and so how did that happen that was yeah we had a surprise um of our life and (laughs) on my 24th birthday i find out i'm pregnant on your 24th birthday it was i didn't know that i turned 24 on the 24th (laughs) and i'm pregnant oh my gosh (laughs) and honestly it was not cutesy i did not gift wrap a little onesie for tyler yeah. it was more like 5 a.m i am shaking him out of the bed oh my god i think i'm pregnant i think i'm pregnant oh my gosh you read this you read this oh my lord and it was like before you know gender reveal parties yeah. and so that i think it was even we told everyone via text it's a boy <laughs>
0: that's
1: how we told our first too. <laughs> that's so great. Um, and it was a, it, it was a hard pregnancy. Yeah. Yeah, it you was went real a lot. It was tough, hospital stuff and bed rest and but Maverick is he's our middle right now or he's forever our middle. <laughs> but <laughs> he's I mean, praise God, he's here. Like we didn't think that we would biologically have a kid, but we just look at him now and we're like, oh my gosh, your plans, Lord. Yeah. He's He's so so much fun.
0: He's such a good balance. He is. For your family. Oh my goodness. That's such a miracle. So beautiful. So thoughtful of the father. Yeah. I love it. Okay. Did you already know where you wanted to adopt from
1: or did that kind of develop? So... We knew, we knew we were interested in international adoption mm-hmm. and one thing that was really on my mind was like I was looking at things like the population or the number of orphans per capita mm-hmm. and how many there were, survival rates of orphans, like living conditions. So we had a lot of different things on our hearts, and we also wanted to, like, um, we were looking at older child adoption. We had a lot of things just buzzing through our heads yeah. at the time. You kind of just let what happened kind of come to you. Yeah. Um, and so that's how, we, that's how we chose Uganda, is it, it kind of picked us, we feel like.
0: Okay. So take us through kind of that process and... Um,
1: how it all happened. How it all They're here now. There. That's what counts. So we, we picked Uganda. You know, there's so many adoption agencies. And somehow we landed with this one. I mean, I, it's hard to pick an adoption agency. Um, and I, I don't really know how we picked this one except for we did. Mm-hmm. We just, you know. And so we picked it. Um, and there's, I'm a researcher, so when I get my, when I start looking things up, I just start looking at like, you know, sibling groups, and what are the statistics of sibling groups ever staying together. And then I'm listening to podcasts on the health of adopting one child versus two children, and. I just go down these paths of research. And so my heart was really bending towards, I wanted to adopt siblings because a lot lot of times if there's siblings that both go into an orphan or an orphanage, um, they're separated and they never see each other again. Mm -hmm. And that just broke my heart. Mm Um, Also, I didn't really only want one adopted child. I I knew that if we adopted one, I wanted to adopt another because I knew that there would be things I wouldn't understand, that I wanted someone else in the family for our child, Mm -hmm. for them to help process things. And um, I mean, I would do my best, but you know, if you haven't, if you don't share that lived experience, I don't know if that makes sense, but there's yeah. only, I wanted that for the child. So I was looking at sibling groups and then older child. I mean, I was going down all these paths and this statistic stood out to me that at a certain age, um, if a child's not adopted in Uganda, especially the the mortality rate just skyrockets. Hmm. And so they're not adopted. I think it was by the age of seven that at that point they go back to the street, and they have to fend for themselves at like seven. Yeah. And
0: that's insane.
1: It's insane. It was heartbreaking. Sh- yeah, shattering. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I can't, I can't remember how old Grayson was. Grayson's our nephew. Um, I can't remember the age he was at that time but some of these statistics I was reading he was older than these ages and I was still like yeah he,
0: still he, he can't live on the, the street, street. <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> and so I was just really devastated so a lot of the things that we thought that we wanted it was like we can't do this like we have to alter our lives to make sure we like get what's needed kind of I don't know if that makes sense so because
0: yeah, you're you serving the you're serving I mean you were doing it to not just for your own family growth but to love others yeah and so you felt like you needed to meet the need that was actually there
1: right so we get matched with this one child and it didn't feel we got matched with this one little boy and all I can say and this sounds real weird is like we, we were always like yes we'll say yes to whatever um, and Tyler and I both were like we're saying yes but just Lord if this isn't right make it not so and months went by and nothing happened and then I, I call our agency and I'm like what's going on the little boy they're like it's not gonna work but we actually have this sibling set and we need to know kind of immediately and so we're like okay let me let me call (laughs) (laughs) and she sends me the names and ages and it's our daughter and son and instantly we knew it because the daughter's name our daughter's older. Her name was Joy. Yeah. And Tyler's aunt, who we were real close with, she passed away um, when our when our middle son Maverick <laughs> <it's> getting <laughs> confusing when he was one. Her name was Joy. Yep. We all took
0: it as a sign. And so
1: <laughs> I'm reading this paper at work, and it said Joy and i googled the middle name because she sent the first and second name and her joyce my daughter joyce tribal name means joy so it's joy it's like double joy 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 (laughs) i was just like this is it yeah without a doubt it's a sibling set it's an older child joy was an older child adoption And it was just like, this is it. And Tyler couldn't believe that. I was like, Tyler, her name is Joy. And it was just, it was hard to believe. Yeah. That this little girl on the other side of the world (laughs) named Joy, you know. And our son's name uh, was Emmanuel.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: We go to church the next Sunday and they had started a new series and there's two giant banners and one says joy and one says emmanuel
0: now, uh, which i know these are
1: common church words but we're like
0: what <laughs>
1: <laughs> and so we proceeded yeah and um we end up how old were they at that
0: time must have been like six and six two. and two Mm-hmm. They are six and two, um, because this story gets very hard from here. Yeah. And so, spoiler alert, they're here and safe and
1: loved and wonderful. Yes. But it's very difficult. So, that was around Christmas. Um, we end up going to Uganda in April of that year. Um, we actually left Maverick here with Riley. Mm-hmm. It was one of the hardest things we've ever done. We just talked about it the other night of, like, leaving Maverick for an unknown amount of time. Yeah. It was, like, the worst night of our lives. Um, But we—it's a really weird thing to drop off one son to go get your other children that are on the other side of the world. It really was this weird place to be of, like, I've got kids all, all over, over the, the globe <laughs> like, all over the place because
0: yeah, your heart is connected to both already even though you haven't met right the others yet so, so tell us about meeting them
1: we go well we get in uganda and we we really don't know when we can meet them hmm. so it's a few days of like sitting in an apartment trying to get details we have a driver trying to get in touch with an agency Getting frustrated with an agency, getting frustrated with a driver, finally going to meet them. And that day of meeting them is like seared in my brain. (laughs) Um, There's so many just like funny memories of meeting them. I mean, Joy was wearing, Joy was six and she was wearing 2T clothes. Like that fit, or were it small? Small. Really small. But not really small. Okay. I mean, 2T clothes from Target, Target brand. 2T. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, just getting a tour of their orphanage. Um, Emma was like the chubbiest little thing and seeing him eat his rice and beans and- How did he eat it? What do you mean? He ate it with his hands and he scooped it, like he formed <laughs> spoons with his hands. Joy, Tyler had a clicky pen, um, like a, a G2, Yeah, and she would disassemble it and reassemble it because there was a language barrier. So we, I don't think it was that day but within a few days we went to court and and got legal guardianship of them actually we weren't seen at court that day i was wrong um we go to court wait like 12 hours and the judge doesn't see us Y'all
0: yeah, remember those pictures of y'all i mean they just waited on this bench for hours and, hours and hours
1: hours all day long we leave court like at 10 p.m get back to our apartment at 11 with a pizza And they stay with us that night. I look back at this stuff, I'm just like, oh my goodness, this is (laughs) insane. Yeah. And the kids were champs. Like, nutted, no tears, no nothing. Um, And so they stayed with us from then on out, and we go back to court and get legal guardianship. How many
0: weeks are we talking
1: about now? Three. Yeah. We've been there three weeks. And we're going to different places, you know, a museum and a zoo. And we're traveling with them around the country some. And we're trying to FaceTime Maverick some in this. Yeah. But it was hard on Maverick. It was we, very hard. It, yeah, I
0: would just follow him around with the FaceTime phone and so you could watch him play.
1: And it was it was this real devastating limbo stage. Yeah. Um, and so we're in country. Just... Tell us
0: some stories about uh,
1: maybe the chicken bone story or. Oh, my God. <laughs> so we're in the mall, the chicken bone story. Um, and we laugh about this with Joy now, but we are in the mall with Joy. And, with our whole family. And we go to a restaurant and Joy has like chicken legs A chicken is like a big deal, right? Yeah. I mean, she had eaten mostly porridge or rice and beans. And so we had ordered meat. And she had gotten down to the bone. And when I say the bone, I mean like nothing. That bone was polished. It was nothing. (laughs) And so she has the whole bone in her mouth. (laughs) And we were really nervous that she would choke on it because it's like, it's gone. It's all in her mouth. And so Tyler's trying to take the bone and she is screaming at him in this nice restaurant. And so we're like taking the bone from her. She's screaming, she's flailing. And I mean, just picture it. We're in a country with a language barrier, two (laughs) white parents, two black kids. And we end up having to like carry out Our six-year-old child. And now, like, six is smaller than I thought it was,
0: you know? Yeah. Like,
1: six might as well have been 13. People who aren't
0: parents don't realize. Yeah. Yeah, Six is little.
1: But, I mean, we lost both of her shoes that day in the mall (gasps) because she's, like, kicking and screaming for that chicken bone. And we laugh about it now because we're just like, Joy, watch the bone, you know? And she laughs and... All of that. It was, we would put them down to bed and then Tyler and I would like sneak this carton of ice cream out of the (laughs) fridge but it was in a grocery bag. We would just like eat ice cream at 10 p.m. because we're like, man, what, what else can we do? Yeah. So we end up being in country for... Five weeks, I think, and find out that the visas for our kids are not going to come soon.
0: Hmm.
1: And which means they can't come to the, to the United States.
0: Unbelievable. It was like the shock of a lifetime. Because you've left your baby. Yeah. Moved across the world. Stayed with these kids. Who are strangers? And
1: it, it's beautiful and wonderful, but it was hard. Well, we were in this place of like, we didn't know when the visas would come. And honestly, financially, we're also running out of money. Yeah. Because we're paying for two lives. Right.
0: And so then you fall in love with them and you're supposed to bring them back home. So it's all worth it. But then
1: yeah. we can't. So our adoption agency tells us four weeks max. We're like, okay, so here's what we'll do. We'll go home.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We're worried about Maverick. You yeah. know, Maverick is three years old, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're like, we need to get him back into some normalcy. He needs to see his friends. He needs to see us. Let's get him back into normalcy. And in four weeks one of us will go so four weeks turns into two months i remember this is in like end of may that we leave uganda i remember in july going to the beach with your family and i think that's when like the the poop hit the fan that like i just i started feeling real dark about everything because the reality hit that like this is serious yeah you really don't know what's gonna happen i don't know what's gonna happen i have kids who <laughs> legally i'm their parents in yeah. uganda
0: yeah they have
1: your whole heart at this point and i can't immigrate them
0: mm-hmm. What a hard place to be. But the story does not end there. Definitely join us to hear more at the end of this week. Like I said earlier, if you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, you will get a notification when the next episode drops, so you'll never miss an episode. Tyler and Ellie are champs and I am literally in awe of the way they live their lives. So crack to hear more about life after adoption. You won't want to miss it.